Oh, you got something awesome to say? Mm. Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. Hey guys, uh, yeah, here we are again, doing this for whatever reason. I, I, I've given up hope uh, to have any fun through the next hour. How about you? What's going on? I just like talking to my pals, and that's a reason to do it here. Yeah, I, I was hoping for some yard tips. Just pick, picking Colin's brain on, on what to do in wintertime yard work. Apparently not much. You guys ah. picking up that uh picking up those lime pellets for uh for the spring or Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you, El Jefe. I, I, I liked how you, you really the best really stuff thought it was lime, like actual the like the fruit, the citrus. Yeah. That was yeah. the best part. I like that I mean, very much. It, um, it, there's an art to, there's an art to interviewing Colin and, and one day you'll learn, you know, how to how to give and take, how to juice juice things, how to how to lighten the mood, you know. I mean I I, I didn't I, know I that was your expertise. I thought getting interviewed was your expertise like when you were on ESPN's Man in the Arena podcast? That's right, featuring Kevin Gilbride. Yes, who, who well, I wish was offensive coordinator right now. Oh, that's see, <laughs> who'd have thought this is? Who'd have thought that would be the case? Did I get? Did I tell you guys that I met his uh, his nephew a bunch is, of years ago? Is he also a coach in the NFL? Um, no, I think I, he did I, tell I, me I, that though. Yeah, it, it, he, he was. Uh, it was that nah, it's not even worth going into. It's not even that yeah, kind of a story. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. And it. I didn't. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't have any kind words. I tried to make it a joke, but it was it was at the time where we were very angry at his uncle. So I, I didn't really want to go too far into it. That's a long period of time. Yeah. I mean, there was a time <laughs> where he was a good offensive coordinator for us. He did it. You don't remember it, but he did it. They did win he, a, a Super Bowl. So <laughs> me almost despite that. Despite his his uh, his play calling, but anyway, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, as usual, guys, follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Pod Net on Twitter. Download that DraftKings app. Um, anything else I need to say? I I don't think so. So that'll be it for us tonight. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch any football on Sunday. It, I don't know. You can call it football. Um, no, what we saw. No, it, we watched uh, uh, um, an empty program that was about four and a half hours too long. Yeah. I mean, I texted you guys after that game. It was followed by the Arizona Cowboys game, and it, it looked like two different sports almost. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was just a uh, real stark contrast. Really, really tough, tough pill to swallow there. Hey, how, how about them boys taking an L, though? I'll take it. <laughs> I, sure. I like that meme where it was like Dak, Dak, Dak Prescott is already practicing his disappointed playoff face. Perfect. <laughs> Just good if you saw that one. I'm telling you right now, they're going to choke. And it's Mike McCarthy's fault because he's horrible. I mean, you know, they're not a good, they're not a, a, a well-coached team. They have a, a good roster. <laughs> We're talking about well-coached teams. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we know. We know what the opposite of uh, a well-coached team is. So we are experts. Exactly. I actually had a good time watching football on Sunday because I'm in my fantasy football finals. I know we're not talking about fantasy football on this podcast, but I'm excited. If Najee Harris has a bad game tonight, I win. Knock on wood. Um, Jamar Chase, I just wanted to say I love you. Thanks for being there for me yesterday (laughs) after I had a less than 30% chance to win, and now I have a 95% chance to win. Amazing. That was special. Well, I'm just happy... That it might be someone other than what's his name winning our league for once. Oh, that other Ryan guy. Yeah, there's seven. There's like six guys named Ryan in our league for some yeah. reason, and they always win every year. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm playing. I'm playing one of them. Whatever. He does have a great a great name, which I should I share it or not? Uh, is it family friendly? <laughs> well, it's it's. Uh, I'm just gonna yes. say it. It's a it's yeah. Biden's pullout game. It's a little I'm dated. Referencing Afghanistan, which I mean, it's a nice. <laughs> it's a good name. I'm not gonna yeah. take anything away from that. You know, pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, all, the whole. I'm pretty sure, like. 11 out of 12 names in our fantasy league are, are genital related. <laughs> as, as most team names are. Yeah, yeah as it should be as it should be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on from this conversation, I think. Um, so I guess the number one thing to talk about is just Joe judge and the, the press conference where Do you want to talk about all the good stuff we saw on the field on Sunday. Yeah, sure. Um, um, wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Let's should move we on in- to Joe we- Judge's press conference. <laughs> wait, but, but wait, should, should we should we look internally at all the good stuff? Or yeah, you can't all the stuff you can't see. We should talk about. You know, I was I was going to bring this up later, but I, I loved that Will uh, at twenty seven. He was great on Giants Twitter. Um, tweeted out Judge's first press conference in the year, saying that winning culture is the only culture that matters, and then. Now Judge is saying that locker room culture is the, the things we can't see are the things that matter. Mm. But I mean, what I want to ask you guys, I mean, well, let me just summarize basically like the most insane things that he was saying that Giants players are coming into his office and begging to come back next year before the season's over. And he has guys calling him that used to be on the team because they want to be back on the team twice a week, not just once a week, twice a week. Um saying that he's changed the culture of the locker room, the things we can't see, as we just said there. Yet, you know, we referenced, I think it was Golden Tate was the guy who had golf clubs in front of his locker. And that during, when he came here, when Schumer was, was uh, you know, coach, it was a, as a mess and he's fixing it and changing it. I guess my question is, you know, what is, what is this madness that we're experiencing from this man? And why, why is he going out of his way to kind of do this and make himself look quite odd at this point? What do you think about that, Colin? Uh, well, I, I felt like many people, including myself after watching it, and I've not watched a lot of his pressers because it's been so depressing and he says the same things over and over again, but I needed to see this one. And everybody that I follow on Twitter had more or less the same, uh, reaction. And that was that he was not talking to the reporters or the fans. He was talking to the team and Mara himself, uh, kind of stating his case, uh, which, I know it's a platform you can use to say these things, but how on God's green earth can anyone believe anything coming out of his his moron mouth? It, like it's all good, all the things you can't see. So what do you have to do? Do you do you have to give this guy a ten year contract and just say, oh, you'll get it eventually? No. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense. Because the only way anything he's saying uh, could like rationally like be conceived as if he's trying to save his job and speaking directly to John Mayer, who I could believe thinks that that, that was a good press conference. And those are good points to be made. Uh, Cause there's, there's nothing uh, about actual football that he could point to, to, to save his ass. Um, it was, I mean, it's just another, another press conference that is sort of, you know, he, he prides himself on answering questions directly, but he doesn't, give real answers like he might be answering it but his his answers are wrong yeah like um it's it's patronizing at, at a certain point from a, from a patriot man um and and the, and the stories themselves were, were crazy like that that whole thing about how when he was on the, the patriots team in, in 2018 uh you know there's a point in the season when they all thought they were getting fired yeah um 
I don't think that's true. And like, who who was going to get fired? Maybe it was him. Maybe he, maybe he was, was going to be the first one to go. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Bill's like, Joe, you're out of here. Your special teams are awful. He, he said uh, we, he meant I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I mean, Colin, I don't know if you want to play that audio from what Ryan Clark said on first take today, but I think yeah. that was a really good kind of summation of what was happening here. So, I mean, I could paraphrase it, but if you got the audio, I'll go ahead and yeah, play it. It's, and I want to preface this by saying I, I've often not agreed with a lot of the things that Ryan Clark has said, just because I feel like he he's leaning into that Stephen A. Smith kind of heel role where he's just saying things to get a rise out of people. But I think he's actually right. So let's see if we can get this going here. Now, let's point to all the other stuff that Joe Judge was talking about. This team doesn't quit, and you got to make sure this team is bought in, and we don't have golf clubs in front of our locker. What he's saying is to the Mara family, to the New York Giants fans, and to the players is, I don't want you to judge me off of the stuff that you're supposed to judge coaches on. And that's a team progressing. That's a team winning football games. That's a team getting better. Because I've done none of those things. The things I want you to judge me on are things that you cannot measure. The fact that people believe in me, you can't know if they believe in me because you can't measure right. it. The fact that people are bought in, you can't know that they bought in because you can't measure it. The fact that I receive phone calls that I shouldn't be taking because should I, I should be watching film trying to get ready for the next week to win the fifth game that I thought I was going to win, but I'm probably still only going to win four. Don't judge me on none of that stuff you can see. Judge me on the things that you cannot. I want you to judge me on faith and hope and wishes and dreams because what you're seeing on film is not enough for me to keep my job. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. He said <laughs> He said everything, everything that we've embodied up until this yeah. point. To me, it reminds me of like a, a running theme, and in, and in, I think it was something that Jerry Reese might have did at, 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 at his way out when they drafted Jay Bromley, that like defensive tackle from yeah. Syracuse, because he was like a captain, uh-huh. like in the third round. Like that seems like a play directly to John Mara. So maybe that, that's why again I think he's speaking directly to him because no one cares about anything that he said. None of it has any sort of it doesn't resonate with fans at least. Not um, anymore. And the rest of the league already knows he's a joke, and the and the team's a joke. So the only one, the only audience he's he's pandering to is is the one that owns the team. Uh, Everybody had a freak out when they when he he dove in the water to pick up the fumble at training camp, like he was the, oh, he was yeah. the blue collar culture guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you guys as a follow up, basically. Um, so you know we talked at at length or at at nauseum last week at basically have Joe Judge was coming back next year and how it made us feel based on this press conference. Is, is that not necessarily like a definite anymore? Do you think on or? Well, I, and that's another thing that I saw uh, across the board is it, it, it screams a man who knows it's a possibility that his job is not definite for next year, regardless of what's come out in the media. And you know what? What? Yes. Yes. Please think that your job is not solid. Why can't John Mara tell him behind the, uh, you know, b- behind closed doors, uh, you're okay for next year. And then he has three games that are are abysmal in comparison to what has come to this point. It, it has somehow gotten worse. You deserve to be fired if it gets worse than rock bottom. And that's where we are. So it almost gives me this little flicker of, of hope that he's scared and he's, he's pleading his case. And he's thinking is he's got to be packing his bags. <laughs> but they'll they'll sign him to a 10-year contract or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't even 
it doesn't even have to be the press conference. It should be the game. Like to lose the way they lost to the Bears, uh, you know, uh, who were five and ten headed into that game, uh, is is insane. The, we, we got three points on on that team, who's nothing great on defense, and they and they and they put up twenty eight points on us, and they're nothing great on offense. They have their their second string quarterback. They have uh, almost no skill position players of note. Their offensive line isn't anything good. They destroyed us from <laughs> within the first eight seconds of that game or 18 yeah. seconds of that game. Um, th- there's nothing in that that should indicate that we're headed in the right direction. Like, uh, like forget the, the press conferences and, 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 the, and the weird comments and, and the philosophy of, of Joe Judge. If you're basic, like base it off of that game alone, let alone the previous uh, 17. <laughs> um, it's just... Uh, you know what was interesting about this one in comparison to the to the past games? It was clear scheme was on display more than individual talent. So, yeah, we've seen uh, Solder make an absolute fool of himself. But this game, I saw him just do something that was like what was called for that was absolutely wrong coaching-wise. Not that I know really what's going on, but like he, he that wasn't first even remotely sack? like Robert Quinn. Eh, I'm not even a bother with him because that's what the play calls for. You, Why? you know, I want to I'll bring up something, too. And and again, like, I, you know, what you just said, Con, I'm not like, you know, breaking down the film. But Jay Feely broke this play down yeah. during the game. And basically they were having the center pull out to block Robert Quinn when he's coming off the edge. Why are you putting these guys in those positions to try and make those plays? Or, you know, who's the a backup Billy, center? Billy Price. I don't even remember who it is. Anyway, he's not athletic enough to get out to kick out there and block that guy. And if you're, you know, trying to put your guys in the better position, don't make blocking schemes like that. I mean, I'm happy they ran the ball a lot because, I mean, Feely said it the best. He's like, every time the Giants drop back to pass, something bad happens. Yeah. And you saw it. I mean, what, Glennon had four fumbles, two picks? Negative I 10 mean, yards Negative 10 yards for the whole game? It, it, it wasn't even in the first half. It, it was Matt Skura, who's Matt a, Skura, a guard. Who, I mean, who cares? No, yeah, no, no. Well. It was the center. It was the it was Billy Price in that in that play. But there, it was just so much head-scratching, you know, kind of pass protection. I, the pass protection is terrible, so they got away from it. You know, they started running some wildcat and, and basically just workhorsing Saquon and Booker and I think that was really all you could do. It, they weren't going to win the game regardless because they can't score. And running the running the ball like that isn't going to win you the game against you know a team when you're turning the ball over like that. Even though the Bears aren't particularly that good either. TJ, but if you're going to give them fourteen, they're going to give them fourteen points of turnovers in the first you know three three or four drives, whatever it was. Who cares what you're doing? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not harping, home. I'm not harping, but for the sake of uh, sake of accuracy, sack. Well, yeah, that's funny. That slip of the you know. Freudian, whatever. Um, I, I don't even. I, Billy Price didn't play because he had a family emergency. Whatever. So okay, he did, fine. What, I'm, I'm not paying attention to who's starting on the offensive line. The eighth, eighth string freaking guy out there can't do that play. Is my only point. Mm-hmm. Is not athletic enough to do that. You know, not maybe you, Nick Gates wasn't even you know the guy to do. Well, that. that's an insane kind of play for so. It's like your seven string center, and you're you're asking him to basically pull to take an, a defensive end. What? Robert Quinn has 18 sacks this year. Yeah. He's not just a defensive end. He's a premier edge rusher off, the, <laughs> off that off, with his hand on the ground. It's crazy. And you're asking guys to do this. Yeah. Uh, it's just bizarre. 
Yeah. Should we should we just give the passing stats on this game or yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Uh Mike Lennon was four for eleven for twenty-four yards and two interceptions. Uh and a total of negative ten yards passing. Is that it, good? Yeah. Well, I know it was the the worst performance by a giant since nineteen forty nine or something. I think I saw that floating around. Wasn't good. Colin, you're right. It was Matt Skura. I just looked it up. Oh, My apologies God. to all the Giants fans out there who are paying attention to what the picked off. Well, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to score this week. I didn't want to pile it on Billy Price because he had a really awful week. So just throwing him under the bus here, uh, you know, totally fine. Yeah, he, I'm sure he he played really well the rest of the season. So we don't want to discourage him. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I know we moved out a little fast, but I want to know, guys, who called Joe Judge to ask his for his, his spot back in the team? What what player could it be? Uh, I mean, did you hear? Did you hear the interview where they asked him? I think it was like Paul Dottino. Oh uh, well, wait, which can we talk about Paul Dottino and how that guy needs to be blasted into the sun? <laughs> yeah, we can. But but they, he asked some point blank, like like who's calling him and and, and judge. Obviously, I was like, oh, um, I, you know, metaphorically or not really. Like you know, there are players. Everyone talks. Uh, coaches talk, and like maybe a player didn't say it, but like I know they were feeling it. Like he, and then he then he basically realized he was talking about tampering. So he's like, but there's nothing you need to investigate. Uh, there's nothing going on. It was just the worst response ever. I think he just made it up. He just made it up. Yeah, he made it up. Nobody wanted back. Everybody wanted out. Who, who? First off, no one really left the team from this year to last year. And secondly, who would see what's happening here and say, "Yeah, yeah, get me involved with that"? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess my question was just like, it could only really be Dalvin Tomlinson, right? Because who else left that's making more money or like Marge? I think like there's four guys, Wayne Gallman, that left the team that weren't making the vet minimum. <laughs> I think. <laughs> like, I don't know. Easy investigation there that Twitter identified <laughs> almost immediately after that press conference was over. Yeah. It's like, who are you trying to fool, man? It's like, we yeah. all see it. And then you try to ex- try to tell us that it's all this other stuff that we don't know about because the fans don't know. But we buy the tickets. We, we pay for everything in the NFL. That's where the revenue comes from. Don't try to belittle the fans. I think it's yeah. crazy. Th- this, co- this press conference was a way to not directly do it, but he's starting to try to lean into Gettleman as the scapegoat for what's ev- everything that's awful with this team because that's the only thing he has. Injuries and Dave Gettleman, which, by the way, speaking of uh, Scott Simonson and that wonderful thread, Dan, that you shared, uh, Dr. Rodeo, Rodeo, whatever this <laughs> rodeo clown is, Sounds like the worst doctor of all time faking or or, or uh, downplaying uh, uh, diagnosis for for bad injuries that should not have you back on the field anytime soon. Like, I, you know what? And Scott Simonson doesn't have, you know, like what has he got to lose by saying any of this? You know, he's being truthful. A hundred percent. Yeah, you're that you're you hit the nail on the head. You know, he has no reason to go out there and just make this up you know i don't what is he gonna try to get more twitter followers by agreeing or he, sending he this out a, i mean a, a horrible ankle injury that's still bothering him two years past that's bad and he never got surgery he never got uh necessary uh pt or whatever it was because they said oh you don't need it 
just, you, you know, just you'll, you'll heal up and you'll be ready to play again. Now he's not in the NFL anymore. Well, so, you know, he also was like a fringe guy anyway, but yeah, still, but he, I mean, the injuries don't around. help. He could have stuck around if he had the right treatment. Who knows? So, I mean, which is, is funny because we go back to our favorite thing in training camp and during the season, and that's the lead pipe trail. And it's coming to fruition that there's actually a problem with the medical staff. Ronnie Barnes is, you know, he's been there for a thousand years and, he, and he's revered, put on a pedestal like all these old uh, treads or retreads or, or always treads that have been there forever. And it's it's all oh, part of the same problem that comes from the top down. You, 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 the loyalty to people that have been there for 50 years, you got to keep them, even though they're they're inept and incompetent. And yeah, but, you know, you can't can't fire them because then, you know. Loyalty. Apparently they they have loyalty to guys that have been there for two years too. At this point, you know, even after, even after basically just what has been an awful experience for everyone on this team and everyone who watches it. There's nothing positive. There's nothing good to say. I want to I want to touch briefly on Saquon because I was seeing a lot of stuff about how the one positive from this game <laughs> was Saquon Barkley had his first hundred yards rushing since. Do you guys know when? Since they played Washington on uh, December 21st, 2019. It's a decent yeah. amount of time uh, away in a guy who's four years into the league. It's it, it's it's totally asinine to me to, to even bring this up as something positive. They, they scored three points. They have no touchdowns. Uh, they haven't scored a touchdown in 35 drives. Uh, I mean, yeah, getting yards is super fun. But if you don't get in the end zone, who who, who cares at all? And then you also have to look at basically, you know, his yards are inflated because they were forcing the ball. They were forcing the run all game. They weren't passing. the ball like five times the whole day. <laughs> and I mean, you know, and, and if you want to make an argument that he was seeing a lot of guys in the box and this and that and the other thing, the Bears have the most missed tackles in the NFL this year. So also there's also with, that to add, add on to and it. And like eight offensive linemen. It wasn't like they were running in, in normal <laughs> sets or anything. I mean, great. Great, twenty-one carries for one hundred and two yards, 10, 10 yard long, uh, and we we lost by twenty-six points. So that's well. Good. Let, let let's let's stare the uh, the truth horse in the face. Uh, he's going to be here next year. So that okay. that's a that's a fact there. So I I mean I figure if we manage to draft nine offensive linemen as our only picks in the draft this year. Uh, there, there's bound to be someone good out of that and then run that guy into the ground and then not re-sign him. Uh, I think that's 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 kind of where we're going. Is Booker back next year? He's on a two-year deal, right? I or think just so. the one. Uh, either way, I mean, I'm sure those nine offensive linemen will block for him just as well. I mean, I don't see, again, I, I, I know we, we've harped on this before, but I just don't see a difference between these two guys. I mean, coming into this game, Booker had less carries and more yards than Saquon did. Yeah. They're not using Saquon in the passing game. So, I mean, I know he was probably has a better skill set than Booker there. But if you're not going to utilize it, then what does it even matter? Which, why is that? You can throw quick, short passes to your running back and not worry about getting sacked instantly. Why no don't they do that? Because no one's blocking. And and they can't they can't do a successful screen because, as we said before, the uh, offensive linemen, Sands and Andrew Thomas, are not athletic enough to get out there and make blocks against defenders in space. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, you know, this offense is is just the biggest joke I've ever seen, and it's so funny. Every week, you don't even have to think about what the game's going to look like because it looks exactly the same. And then we we're going to go to next week, 
and, and I mean, we'll touch more on it later, but now you have from coming back who had the Thank same God. game, the same game that Glennon had this. I mean, he actually had a little bit of a better game, I guess you could say than Glennon had <laughs> this, this week, but, but they still, you know, from had 25 passing yards last week. I mean, it's better than negative 10. I, I don't know, man. It, it's just, just like brutal. How, how is it? I, I know injuries are a big deal, but like, and then I did actually see something that it is it is a fact that we are the most affected by injuries team in the in the, in, in the entire league. Meaning, there are other teams that have massive amounts of in, injuries that are able to cope, and we are the worst at that. That that's a, a known statistic. I'd be Horrendous curious, roster. I, I'd be curious to see what the Jets' injuries are like because I know MetLife is not necessarily known for being a forgiving <laughs> yeah. field. Dude, well, what, what, what did AJ say uh, yesterday about the 49ers? They played the Jets and the Giants in two weeks, and they got like seven guys on, on ACL injuries. He was exaggerating a little bit, but it, it, he's definitely close to right. It was a lot of guys went down in those two games. I There's mean, to, what, you know, they medical staff, the, field. The, the, the turf management, the medical staff, you know, these are all professionals, people who, who studied this stuff, and, and they're not getting the job done just like everybody else's. I mean, maybe the turf manager has been there. For 50, 60 years, you never know. It's a total possibility. Why no are we told not having this natural grass anymore? Man. He's just he's like treating it like he's putting lime out there on that on that artificial turf. Yeah, he's trying to grow the plastic. <laughs> no, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't put the lime out. That was the yeah. problem. He did. Yeah, he didn't squeeze it hard enough. <laughs> he's out there just squeezing limes on the artificial <laughs> turf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm doing uh, my part. They, uh, big up to El Jefe throwing the uh, is that good out there this week. That was nice. It's nice to see like at least one thing we've said get a little bit of traction. The brand is strong, I appreciate man. that. Yeah, yeah. Love the guy. Can't wait. Hey, he's putting out a video tomorrow. He's early this week. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he is continuing to figure out the content because it's. I think it's been getting a lot more difficult. For everybody, not well, just he's us. He's been doing a fine job of it, though. Yeah. Holy crap! Well, also, you know, if you if you if you hate if you're a big hater and you're also making fun of them, I guess it makes it a little bit easier. You know, you can say that about Will too. Always putting out content because he's just you know, Dude, brutal. He's, he's <laughs> relentless. Sometimes I'm just like, oh man, do you like do you? I work think this is his happy eat? place. I think no, he just eats totally. this up, and this ah, just fuels I him. I know, and and his like uh, memory for tweets of past just to be able to like recall them immediately and call people out that's it's the a, wild part he's fighting the good fight yeah he is <laughs> Allied i up. mean what's gonna happen like if in the event i mean i know this is a pipe dream but what if the giants get good again like everyone's gonna have to really uh you know redo their their mindset and, and their and their content in the future you know <laughs> No, maybe not everybody, but some people. No, you could actually talk about football. Like you can actually talk oh, about yeah, yeah, matchups yeah. and like what like cool stuff is going to happen. Or it's going to be great. Players we're developing be, and like. You mean like the, like wide receivers having more than one catch for twelve yards in a game, and your seventeen million dollar guy not having zero catches in the game? You see the Odell like Beckham stat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, he has more touchdowns since he joined the Rams than the entire Giants wide receiver core this entire season. And he ha- I think he has pretty close to the amount he had when he played for the Browns the entire time. I'm, I don't know that for sure, but uh, they did not use him there. I'm, I, you know, I'm happy to see Odell. Uh, you know, he's back with his antics and whatnot, and it's fun to watch. The Rams are usually a fun team to watch. Yeah, They like the to have fun. Always, they have a good yeah. offense. They have a good coordinator. They have a, a young coordinator who has good ideas. And a quick thing about the Odell antics, like 
sure he's got he, he's a personality and does uh, like you know outspoken you know flashy things but also compare that to other players antics like we saw antonio brown this week uh that guy is liable to hurt someone or himself odell beckham is is hard on himself and has a true passion for playing football. He never did anything that scared anyone or could have hurt someone other than the, the, the kicking net, you know? Well, I mean, uh, the most offensive thing, I mean, dog piss, come on guy. Meredith, that, that like I was that. really offended by that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. The boomers are all up in arms. Oh yeah, God. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I actually wanted to ask you guys. So do you think the entire giants offense should just do what Antonio Brown did next week? Yeah, take off their pass. Just leave. just leave in the third quarter. Never yeah. look back. Yeah, I think John Mara should dra- do the draft this year, and just and just get guys from like that play at like Army and Navy and play like both sides of the ball and just like bring it back to what football's supposed to be. Bad. <laughs> just just wing, old just a wing tee. Just wing yeah. tee. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Let, let, I think. No, uh, I th- I think someone should should hire a Dematio as as a uh, as a coach. And, high school just, football. Yeah, just high school act. football. Somers, Somers wing T, let's go. I mean, Tony, Tony's available. They, they, the team won't quit on him, that's for sure. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> They're going to run through a wall for that guy. <laughs> He's he, he does have a good jib. Oh, yeah. His jib is caught very well. There's a good cut that. to it, yeah. Yeah, golden jib. Great jib. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't like that. It's a nautical thing, dude. Um, Like sailors and stuff. Like Master and Commander? Yeah. Did you ever see the rest of it? No, no. I think I have to watch the rest of it with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Too bad. Too bad. We we, we had our our fantasy draft earlier in the day, and we just drank a, a lot of... A lot of wobbly pops, and then we fell asleep. In the and middle. started a three-hour movie at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds sounds great. It sorry, was. I missed it. I enjoyed it. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I missed all the beers beforehand. Oh yeah, that was fun. I I, I love I love the house, Dan. I, I can't wait to come back. It's a wonderful, wonderful yeah, spot you got there. Anytime. Yeah, maybe one day I'll make it out there. I don't know. Colin will probably have to come pick me up on the way, though, which is heavily out of the way. But Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll figure something out. Hey, you know what? One of these days, we're going to do one of these live. We're going to say, F it, we're doing it live, and, and that's it. Well, when we, do the, um, when we do the the Potapalooza in the offseason, you know? It's true. Oh, yeah. Right here. oh yeah. That, yeah. That's a good point. We should, we, should we do it at your house, Dan? I, I would say that's a good spot to be. Yeah. Do it in the, in the garage? No, do it, do it in my office, man. The De La Casa yeah. studio. Okay. Maybe mm. we'll play some guitar. Play some guitar. Play some Dark Souls. Um, start the band up again. Yeah. Maybe Eric will come. Yeah. I can have you guys do some manual labor around the yard and stuff. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll watch your kids. I don't want to do manual labor. Yeah, you can drink all the heady IPAs I have sitting around my house because they give me instant headaches now, and I'm a big baby. Oh no, mm, bummer. Yeah, actually, no. uh, you know, I realized that I I kind of got back into partying a little too quickly after COVID. Because <laughs> Saturday night, man, I I was supposed to do a double, and I just went upstairs to the office and fell asleep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were they were calling me to come help them. I'm just like, nah. <laughs> nice. You guys got it. You got, nice. you, what, you guys got it. Big deal. Hey, That's actually know, what Antonio Brown did after the, he left the field in the Jets game. He just went to the locker room and went to sleep. I'm sweating. It is nice sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. Any, any, is this goods? I have, I have one. I want to share. Infinite. Yeah, yeah. I got, Infinite. I got a couple. Is this goods. 
so ticket the average ticket price for, or the, I'm sorry the most affordable ticket price next week against the Washington football team is as low as twenty eight dollars. The average Ooh. ticket price for Giants game from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one was one hundred and fifteen dollars. Is this good? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I got one. Go. Uh, since Dave Gettleman, this is from Football Perspective. Since Dave Gettleman drafted Saquon that Barkley with the second pick, the Giants have gone ten and thirty-three game, ten out of thirty-three in games Barkley has played. Is this good? Ooh. Is that um, is that generational talent? Is that making everyone on the team better? Talk about generational talent, Mike Glennon. Six and twenty-five as a starter, worst winning percentage in NFL history. Minimum twenty-five starts. It, 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 it is is that good? That's the kind of guy you got to jump out early in free agency and nab for a big contract for a backup uh, he, quarterback. He's, he's also made thirty-one point two million dollars in eight years. I forgot that the Bears like paid him at some point when he was like, yeah, dude. He got beat out by Josh Freeman on the Buccaneers, and then the Bears <laughs> decided to give him $35 million. That franchise is uh, also not, not a great franchise, which is unfortunate. You have two very historic franchises playing each other last week, and they both just – nah. When, when, when the Bears signed him, did, did you guys know if he was uh, – if it was neck and neck with anybody else, or, or was he just like the front runner of that? I think they just really liked the cut of his jib. Yeah, he's a great really jib. Nice jib. Super good jib. Yeah. In the in the two years that Joe Judge has been coached, the Giants have won two games by double digits, lost 14 games by double digits. Is this good? <laughs> Is there any way to describe that graph that I sent you guys before about the passing and rushing efficiency. I don't like this is like such a, a quality is this good, but I don't even know how to, to describe it. Uh, Win I mean, probabilities. This is the best, the best you can do. It's, oh man, I'm working on it. Hang on. <laughs> you're just going to pull it up? Just, uh, oh wait, here. This is. I, I want to show this one too because I, I, know, I know you guys like this one. Oh, Net yeah. 10 passing yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You know, maybe this is not going to work because I just realized that uh, that that light I have shining in my face is not good for uh, <laughs> show my iPad. But yes, come on. Light. Yes, because uh, I'm, I'm influencing uh, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to explain that graph either, but all I know is that all the teams, every team in the NFL is here, and then they have to extend the graph five times longer to the Giants on the end. They're, they're beyond like a, like a bell curve. They're like beyond the outliers down in like the the two percent range. They 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 decided to do an extension to like the left hand side of that axis. So so you're saying if if the Giants and everybody else in the league were all in a class together, they'd bring the curve down so low. That there's no way anybody would pass the test. No, no, that everyone would pass except everyone would pass except for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, do you so guys that just goes to show my, my mathematics is not very good as everybody knows. You'd have to do it anymore. Do you guys remember when Jason Garrett was the offensive coordinator? Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, do you remember? Okay, yeah. so here here's some good stats for you. Points per game, but okay, this is this is when he was offensive corner. Points per game, 18.9. Total yards per game, 322. First downs per game, 19.3. Red drums, red zone trips per game, 2.7. Since he's been fired. Wait, wait, first point, before you get it. <laughs> yep. Is that good? No. It's not. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> 
points per game after 10.3 yards per game, 245 first downs per game, 16.3 red, jo- red zone trips per game, 1.7. Red losing Jones. Tired red Jones. I, I, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> losing, but losing an entire trip to the red zone is, is a really good one for me. Not that they could ever punch it in because they literally, you know, that's actually is a positive is that we don't have to see how bad the Giants red zone offense is because they can never get to the red zone. <laughs> also, I forgot to say that the other positive from this game was that because they ran the ball so much, it was a pretty quick game, and I, I didn't have to watch it for that long. So that was cool. I like that. This was the first game in a couple of weeks where I didn't have to DVR it, so I sat through the whole thing. And it, it even though it was shorter, like you said, it felt like it was 10 times longer. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I remember watching the uh, the first half, and then like I had to go get my, my son up from his nap, and uh, I was like, planning to go back down and watch more, and then I just just didn't. Just, like <laughs> I just like left for forty five minutes, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out, and and nothing has changed. Um, so that's. Cool. I watched the first half, and then we went out. We went out for a walk, and I, I had a DVR, so I, I ended up watching it today, and I realized that. The game, the game was over, and I looked up, and I was just like, wow, I was just on my phone for an hour, and I didn't watch yeah. any of this. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. So, it's so, so boring. It's the, the most boring game ever. You're, you're, oh, my you God. That was the, my, notes, my, notes for the second, my notes for the second half were, this is the most boring you've ever seen, and that Andy Dalton's beard makes him look less like a white supremacist than he used to. Nice. <laughs> He's got Very that good. haircut, that pride boy haircut, you know? you're going to laugh at this a little bit. So I'm sorry, Colin, go ahead. It's okay. The the TV that we have in the living room is not, uh, we're going to eventually put it up and, and have it actually, uh, the word I'm, I'm not is, is fleeting right now. Mounted mounted. That's it. Uh, it's on the ground now, but it's, it's a 65 inch TV. So it doesn't matter that it's on the ground. We can still watch it because it's huge. And, the way that the couch is, if you recline completely, you can't see half the TV. And I decided that I didn't care that I couldn't see half the TV. And I watched a majority of the game <laughs> not actually seeing everything that so was wait, going on. You got, you got your TV on the floor. Is your is your is your is your table uh now now I'm blanking out. Yeah, no, uh, you, no there's coffee? not another TV underneath coffee? the TV. Sorry. No, is your <laughs> Is your coffee table a cardboard box? And do you have an empty Corona bucket to throw your cigarette butts in? <laughs> no, we're not Noniante here, thankfully. Um, that was a real that was real life when we were in college. There was just a box with a bucket that was full of cigarette butts that got emptied never. Maybe and an industrial-sized garbage can with unthinkable things that happened with it. And I couldn't think about the amount of times that I had, like, drank the end of a beer with a cigarette button it like a hundred <laughs> times. Yep. Definitely. Disgusting. Oh my God. Yeah. Good days. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it was like that. I was on my phone. I could barely see it. I was, uh, I was a bit hung over from new year's Eve and I just like, you know what? I could hear what's going on. I don't need to see everything. So I'm just going to relax and scroll the internet. It's good. It's good. Uh, I, you know what? I do want to. I do want to say Lorenzo Carter again had a great game. All yeah. of a sudden, he's like a he's like a good player. Well, what what happened? You think? Because like he was he just like was there nagging injuries for a while? Because he just kind of got shot out of a cannon out of nowhere. Uh, he's a free and agent. At, at the end of the year. game, he was going like this after he made he made a play. So oh, I think it might go. be. 
I think he might have realized that he was probably going to maybe not be re-signed at all by anybody, or yeah. if he was for a veteran minimum. Now I think he's at least, you know, he's at least getting the Devontae Booker deal. Yeah, uh, uh, Bobby Skinner is all about the give that man a, a million dollars, a million dollar contract one year ago. Now, you know what? I feel that. That's fine. I mean, we don't have no, any that's money. Easy. But, that's easy. I yeah. mean, well, you know, you'd have to consider that they're not, probably not going to get a premier edge rusher again this offseason. No. Could be wrong, but there's no cap space, and it'd have to be one of those first two picks in the draft, which I hope they do go offensive line on, as as I think most people do. Um, but yeah, I think bringing him back is on a, on a good deal is, is a no-brainer at this point. Um, That's actually it, an interesting thought. It, you know, if if it's possible that we get rid of this entire regime, because we're in cap hell to a point beyond any sort of recognition that's ever been seen in this league before, does the GM that needs to be hired, is he a cap guy or does he bring a cap guy? You got Abrams, man. You don't need a cap guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not a cap guy. He's a crap guy. And I don't want that. He's not. He, he, like, well, he I think hears all the GMs being... are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the GMs that's are the cap thing. Like, I wish... a certain extent. Uh, <laughs> you really can't not be. I, I think, know, I think I the know. Giants I... are just like, like, you know, five years ago, be like, oh, we should pay attention to the cap. Abrams has got it. He's a cap guy. Uh, and that, that was it. That's like his legend. That. Nice. It's good. Nice. That was a good ticker. Doing a lot of tickers today. I'm, I'm um, trying to get my ticker game up, you know. For those of you watching on our second amazing YouTube broadcast tonight, just, I think we, I think just want to throw that out there. We look great. Look at us. Who'd have thought? I, well, well, you remember that Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they're trying to say something nice about Max Mom, and she's just like, I look like shit. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's not supposed to curse. I know you guys are getting mad at me about that. I'm, 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 I'm doing either. my best. I just can't be. Uh, I just can't be. Can't be contained. You know. Let's talk about DraftKings. Hey guys, the NFL playoffs are almost here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to one odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sportsbook Contest. DraftKings is also giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes for their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN during wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Booyah. Great you know, read. You know, that was a pretty good one. Like, I, I usually when I do it, like, afterwards, I have to do it at least two or three times because I always say, to p See, that, that's <laughs> that when I do it, I, I always enunciate, like, over overboard, and I never miss it up, and I slow it down like crazy. Um, yeah, you always sound like real sultry when you do yours, you know? Well, hey, guys. Okay. Do you like the DraftKings? Do you know why that is? 
Because at a certain time of the night, Steph ends up coming upstairs and she watches TV in the bedroom, which is right there. And I don't want to, I, I hate picturing her hearing me do the read because she's going to make fun <laughs> of me after I'm done doing it. And so I try to keep it low so she wouldn't possibly hear me try to do it. It's like this weird thing. I don't know. That yeah. seems dumb because DraftKings Sportsbook is amazing and it is also official sportsman part of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app right now. Oh, Tell you your wife that. that. No, tell your wife that when you when you see her later. After this is over, I want you to tell it to her. Okay, I, I will. Yeah. Uh, should I record yeah. it and then and then <laughs> and I'll, I'll use it on the read la- next week or something like that? Yeah. All right. Let's. Let, I, I guess Dan's gone, but that's okay. Um, let's just jump <laughs> in and and <laughs> briefly talk about this Washington game before we end. Yeah. So my thoughts on this are: I don't care. I can't wait for the season to be over. Um, they also suck. There's nothing. There's no. This game has no meaning. Um, no one's trying to spoil anybody's anything. I hope the Giants lose and they get a better draft pick. Yeah. That's I, all oh, I can say oh, about this. Speaking of, of, From of starting. Picks, why can't why can't the Jets just pull through for us when we need them to the most? And they don't. They don't. Uh, Tom and, and the Bucks come back and um, ruin Tommy that. B, man. Oh, it, it, it killed me. I wasn't even watching it because I was I was watching through Roku. So I wasn't switching channels. And I was just like, ah, oh, I saw they were winning. I'm like, oh, okay, Jets, let, let me be a big fan of you right now. Come on, pull through and beat the Bucks because they stink right now. And, of course, Tom has to come through and win. He has to win again and ruin it. Hi, Dan, you're back. Cell phone, Dan. Yeah, yeah, just no internet all of a sudden. So, so it's like living out in rural New Jersey, huh? I guess Well, so. where's the modem in the basement? At least you can down... No, I, I have I have full uh, connectivity. It just says, uh, uh, you know, computer connected to the internet, but uh, connected to the to the network, but it, no, not no internet for you. Well, um, we were just discussing discussing how in New Jersey you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code TPPN. So there is a positive of living in New Jersey. That's true. I think I think what it was is I'm getting to some real truth there, and uh, the powers that be smited me since I'm in in the you know near the Meadowlands, and uh, they, they they shocked my internet. Gettleman's um, Gettleman's listening. He's uh he's he's infiltrated your home. Yeah, he's well, weaponized his computer guys to to hunt me down. Uh, he's speaking he's removing of, all of the people. food that isn't white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and thank you for bringing that up because I think um, shortly after the end of this season and when hopefully actually Dave is let go, I think we're due to bring uh, your boy Torm back into the uh, Torm. into the mix. I think we're. Has anyone been staying in touch with Torm? Um, Do we have a line? Uh, I think. I think we. All we I know have that an that easy line. Now that we do video, it's going to be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually a very good point. Oh boy, I can't wait for Torm. Yeah. Anyway, Dan, we were uh, while you were gone, we were just touching briefly on the Washington game. Um, I said I didn't care, and I hope the Giants lose. What are, for draft picks? What's your feeling? Uh, yeah, uh, hope they lose in, in, uh, new and, and historic ways. And, uh, yeah, I hope I just want it to be over end it. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to, to, to mention something. I, I made a, a spreadsheet last week and I, and I updated it today. I got all sorts of interesting facts about how bad we are. Um, one of which is that we scored 22 <laughs> touchdowns this season in total. Um, Sick. Yeah, the other is uh, I broke. Joe down. Burrow has eight in the last two games, and we've scored twenty-two all season. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other, I broke down how many uh, points we scored per quarter, 
Um, and our highest scoring quarter is the fourth quarter because it's garbage time. And we scored 102 points in the fourth quarter. And uh, the next highest is the second quarter where we scored 64. So almost half the amount of points that we've scored in the second quarter. Um, our, our scoring is takes place 40% of the time in the fourth quarter. So um, this team is, is real, real, real trash. Historically bad. Yeah, wow. I just wanted to to you know, make something come of the spreadsheet I put together when I was, probably should have been doing work. Yeah, um, uh, it's better. It's, yeah. You're doing you're doing God's work. Yeah, averaging 16 points per game. So. Sick. I'm actually surprised it's over double digits. I guess you you know you got to factor in like although if you I wonder if you take out like the fourth quarter points what it would actually be. Yeah. Well, our high scoring game we had 27 points and that was because there was an overtime where we scored. Uh, a touchdown, um, and one, and one. That's which game was that? Saints. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Wow, that was an interesting game. Like you almost, you almost like. At, I remember, like in the in the middle the middle of the season, they won that game, and everyone was kind of like, "Hmm, well, maybe." That that brings up a good point. Everybody uh, today, well, not everybody. A lot of people were just like, "Oh man, I really miss Daniel Jones." Which no, but. It is amazing what he was able to do with this offense. I, I can give him that because I don't know. Maybe it's a detriment on, on, on the backup quarterback situation more than anything else. Probably. I mean, I don't know with him. I know. I don't, I, I just like, if he comes back great, but yeah, there needs to be competition needs to be pushed. If he doesn't come back, it is what it is for me. Like, I mean, you know, I, I don't think he was ever given an opportunity to, to be good. Uh, on this team. I mean, they gave him weapons, but I don't know if those guys are getting schemed in. And obviously the offensive line is, is terrible. The injuries have been bad. I mean, you know, you can just harp on this stuff forever. She's coming back. He's coming oh, back. Yeah. Everybody knows he's coming back. So his, let, his option let's might see what happens. picked up right away. But I saw somebody say some sort of a, a situation where, what if we traded him to the Broncos so he can be back with Shermer and then <laughs> traded away Saquon and then drafted four offensive linemen in the first four rounds, and then punted on next year and waited for the QBs in the year after that. And it actually sounded like a, a pretty good plan. I liked it, but it won't happen. So I mean, I, I, like, I, I hate to sit here, and you know, we said it a couple, last week and week before, you know, and Steve was the first one to say when we had him as a guest in the podcast, just like next year's a wash. Let's just forget next year at all. It's like I know we've been doing this a long time and we're desensitized to it, but like, how, how could you really going to sit here and see this team, you know, not win five games, not win four games? You know, I mean, whatever it is, it's just at what point do you just, you know, what point do you turn it off? Like, if you weren't doing this podcast, I'm sure you'd turn it off. But what is, what does everybody else turn it off? That you know, is another year gonna gonna help you? I, I don't know. It's just tough. And I know it's I know it's probably the better thing to do in the future is not expect to you know be competitive next year because it's still a massive rebuild. Whatever rebuild they were trying to do what didn't work, you're gonna have to start over. It just I, I understand it just sucks to think about. Is basically my point. It just I, sucks to think about. I, I had a moment earlier today, and this is the most bizarre thing. I got I had a, a glimmer of excitement, and it's so it, it's bizarre why it was it was excitement. But it was the idea of of signing a mid-level veteran quarterback like the Andy Daltons of the world or Marcus Mariota and being excited 
by them being the starting quarterback or having the opportunity to compete for it. And and that's where we're at now. Just because it's different players. Like I'll bring somebody in like that who who uh, Mariota is like the guy. I feel like that I, you 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 like Andy Dalton, but I feel like Mariota would be a real fun <laughs> a real a fun of affairs. Well, uh, I I heard that that was Daniel Jones's comp essentially is he's never going to be uh you know higher than a top you know you know break the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. He's probably going to be like in high demand as, as like a, a real luxury backup quarterback, like a Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Um, so like getting one of those guys doesn't excite me at all. Um, but no, you know what you I know, mean? Tells by you. No, I mean, yeah. If we can trade Andy Dalton, I mean, uh, Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones and get something back and not uh, just yet, Dan, but close. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And get Andy Dalton back. And then, basically have him as a placeholder until we get a real quarterback. Yes. Um, that's cool, but I need to, you know, I don't want Kevin Abrams doing it. No. And that, that, that's the whole thing. And you know what is cool? At least after this weekend's over, the picture might become a little more clear to us. What is going to happen? At least there's that. Well, I can't believe know, they didn't fired everyone yet. It's insane. It's absolutely crazy, man. It's giant insane. way, man. Loyalty. They fired Reese and McAdoo Stupid in the middle way. of the season. Yeah, I don't know why they can't do it again now. Your fan base is mad. Your fan base has never been this mad. I people mean, at I was the country club this... probably said him told uh, John Mara that's uncouth of you to do to those yeah. poor poor people that are that are working for you. Yeah. Um, well, right Mar- Mara is is, is uh, he's certain that you know it doesn't matter. People are still going to pay for their season tickets. Dude, it is going to be a bloodbath at this game. Whoever shows up, it's going to be. Oh, my God. Awful. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. You guys are going to laugh at this. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't say it last week. Um, <laughs> this is how bad things are right now. My dad and I had the tickets to the Cowboy game, and he was convinced we didn't. He just, for- <laughs> he, he just forgot that we had the tickets. Didn't so go. We, just did, we just didn't go. Nice. And I was just like, Dad, I mean, I saw people were trying tickets? to sell their PSLs for half of what they bought them. Ah. You know what? I was like, Dad, it's brutal. what if we really wanted to go? Uh, anything else tonight, like... guys, to add? No. 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 All right, guys, thanks for listening tonight. Again, you know, follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Big Blue United, Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Pod Net on Twitter. Download that DraftKings app, and we will see you next week. Oh, of course. Can't forget. Email Dan at BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, every time I say he's waiting for you, <laughs> I, like, think about, like, when if you were, when you were younger, did you ever, like, stay up late and, like, watch Comedy Central? And there's, like, we are 18. They're waiting for you. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or so like, when you're Dan's so, where? Or, or, or the, the E! channel. That was that was all about that. Wild Dan, on Dan. E! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's wearing a bikini. He's waiting for your Giants-related email. (laughs) Uh, That's how I do all my emails. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. See you. Bye.